Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 94.1. Flooding in Louisiana isn't expected to be anywhere near as bad as in neighboring Texas after Tropical Storm Harvey made its second landfall this morning. The National Hurricane Center reports that the storm landed near Cameron, Louisiana, around 200 miles east of Houston. Historic rainfall amounts have left much of Houston underwater, thousands displaced. While flooding might not be as severe farther east, the storm does bring the risk of possible tornadoes across a large portion of the Gulf, Co- Gulf Coast and further inland. Did you think Harvey was going to be that bad? No I mean, if you went on the name. No. I think I was dismissive of the name. I was Harvey! Like, Harvey's not going to do much. Harvey wow. proved to be a Category 3 when it hit landfall. Um, and then it has managed to stick around. That's the thing. It just hasn't blown out. Yeah, and they knew that. They knew that it was going to sit there for a few days, but uh, the amount of rainfall is just, yeah, I mean, how do you prepare? You don't Now we need Hurricane Bounty. Bounty. Bounty towels. We're mm-hmm. going to need quite a few of the absorbent kind. I clean sure. up everything with paper towels. Yeah, I can't so imagine I, how many paper towels you don't need down there. it would take to soak up uh, All Houston. That? Oh, boy. And then where do you throw them away at? I mean, because, you know, they get like all puffy and big once it soaks up all that stuff. Just probably see it from space. The president is going to be back in Texas on Saturday. Uh, um, President Trump and the first lady visited Corpus Christi yesterday. I saw him waving the the Texas flag. Mm -hmm. Texas! Firing people up. Uh, They visited the emergency operations there uh, in Austin. And, you know, he's had a lot of praise for the people and how strong Texas is in light of, you know, in in the face of all of this. And Nebraska first responders continuing to save lives in Texas following the hurricane. As of yesterday, the Nebraska Task Force One had rescued more than 350 people from flooded parts of the Houston area. Uh, Most notably, which makes national news, the group assisted the evacuation of 120 people from a Katy, Texas nursing home on Monday. So additional Nebraska crews could be headed to Texas uh, if needed. And gas prices are at a two-year high, and the flooding from Hurricane Harvey is the reason. Nearly 25% of U.S. oil refineries had to shut down in the region due to the major storm. Yeah, we all and, get that. You know, the prices are going to go up because of that. And, I mean, I just got gas yesterday, and, and I didn't, I mean, maybe I just don't pay attention to it too much. Uh, it was like, no, it was like 230 or something like that. Okay. Um, you know, so, yeah, I'm sure it'll rise a little bit. So I guess the biggest U.S. refinery is in Port Arthur, Texas, which is about two hours east of Houston, but it had to shut down because of flooding last night. They got they ended up getting getting hit. Yeah. Um, and uh, for most of the next month, Airbnb's free housing program will be available to Texas flood victims. Yeah, that probably is one of the more practical things we've heard. Yeah. So under the disaster relief program, Airbnb hosts can offer free housing to victims of Tropical Storm Harvey. Which is dumped, you know, the record. Now, how rainfall. does that work? How, how does it become free? You I don't donate know. it. Like, yeah. I guess as as the Airbnb person, you would donate it, or maybe I guess Airbnb there's people would... that have full time available Airbnb because I thought Airbnb was just sort of trading out your houses when you don't need them. 
Some people do. Some people own standalone properties that they use. Is that more profitable than timeshare or just full time renting out? Um, That's what it is. It's when you can't find a full time renter, you Airbnb. You Airbnb it. Or if you have a second home on the beach or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that'll be interesting. How many people are willing to volunteer their property? I'm sure there's a lot of condos and stuff like that that weren't affected, you know, like flooded. So, uh, yeah. So I wonder how much. I mean, this would be effective if the the idea being is that Airbnb is like, look, we know how to, we've got the infrastructure, the digital Mm -hmm. infrastructure. Yeah. Through Airbnb to stitch together available properties with people who want them. Right. So I assume they're reaching out, not to their traditional Airbnbers, to anyone. Yeah. If you've got available property, get it to us. Get us information. Right. We will link you with yeah. a needy family. Yeah, yeah. They've, got a, they've got a policy that's in effect where, um, you know, it, they have free, a free housing program is what it is. Now, whether or not that means that Airbnb hosts in surrounding areas are offering the opportunity for free housing to people who may need it. It was originally planned to run until September 1st, but now it's going to go through September 25th because, I mean, people are realizing that this is going to, you know, be so way more. So then it'll be how many people, though, will be like a year from now that are like, I can't, I feel bad. I can't get these people. They still live in my property. Yes. <laughs> yes. Eventually, after the 25th, you got to go, Do well, you still it's have gonna... that Houston family living in your Denver, your Breckenridge feel... loft? I feel bad. I do. Yeah. Um, so this is the deal. The company emails hosts in the area of disaster zones about okay. the program, and it gives them the option to add their listing to the program. And so I think there must be some sort of incentive. Uh, behind, I mean, like, uh-huh. there must be something. Well, no, I mean, I wonder if Airbnb is like, listen, if the place is booked under the program, a- Airbnb waives the service fee typically charged to hosts for the listing. And oh, I think I that they... Yeah, I mean, yeah. but I mean, I'm saying like there's got to be some sort of incentive yeah. for the hosts on some end to do this. But they did it. They started doing it after Hurricane Sandy. Yeah, that was the first time they tried rolling it out, and it and it really Sandy. worked. Sandy, right? Okay. Uh-huh. President Trump's transgender ban in the military is on hold. The defense secretary is putting the president's directive on ice while the order is under review. Uh, In a statement released yesterday, uh, the the current policy of the transgender troops will remain in place while a panel of experts from the Department of Defense and Homeland Security review the president's order. Uh, President Trump directed the Pentagon to put the ban into effect last week and gave it the authority to decide how to deal with transgender troops currently serving. It's sort of a tongue twister. Transgender troops. Say it fast. Transgender troops. Transgender troops. Right. Transgender troops. Say it three times fast. I can't. I sound like Elmer Fudd. It's a tongue twister. Transgender troops. Transgender troops. Transgender troops. You lose. (laughs) What military has the most transgender troops? Ooh, that's a good question. These are the questions. Mm -hmm. I would love to... And what if there was an army out there and they were only transgender troops? Uh, That would be awesome. Transgender troops. Transgender troops. Keep saying it fast. Uh, Like a special forces type deal? I think that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, Amazon. You can smell them coming. The sweet perfume. (laughs) We think we've been (laughs) infiltrated. 15 men entered in in camouflage. We don't know where they are. 15 ladies just left earlier with high heels and skirts. They looked amazing. We don't know where the men are. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, Amazon and Microsoft are getting together to get their voice assistants to talk to each other. This could be... Amazon and who? Amazon and Microsoft. So the Amazon Alexa would be able to have uh, conversations with Microsoft's Cortana. 
They'd be able to interact with each other's voice assistants, which means Alexa users will be able to have Cortana book meetings and say, remind you to pick up milk or on the way home. And Cortana customers would be able to ask Alexa to control their smart home devices and shop on Amazon.com. So well, this is a big that, partnership. We need to get people to、uh, enable the skill on their Alexa. You can listen to Channel 941. I have an Alexa. Yep, yep, I have a、um, dot. People who have the dot, you can simply enable it to do that, where you just say,、Dave. You know, Alexa, play Channel 94.1. Then、cool. bam, you get the show right there. Molly, you don't have、uh, an Alexa, do you? you I do not. We have not、wrong? gotten one. I don't need that. Is, I don't need another the future. person squawking at me. They're not squawking at you, they're giving you stuff. You're yeah. squawking at her. Yeah.、Uh-huh. You're asking、nice. her questions. It really is. It's worth every dime. It really is quickly becoming.、Yeah. Um, It's a thing. It's in how people listen to the radio. Yep. Is through their Alexa. I mean, you don't、That's、even have、cool. to go turn on your alarm clock anymore. Um, That's right there. So do that. If you have one of those, start listening to us、uh, via the app. Uh, uh, the study、um, about mindful eating says it might be a breakthrough in helping people lose weight. The, it's a pretty, I mean, we've heard about the mindful bite before. Mindful eating is sort of like this whole new way of taking in. You're supposed to. Eat without any kind of distractions. So, whether that's the television, the computer, your smartphone,、um, reading, just to focus on the meal at hand. And I mean, some people even go so far as like those first two bites, you're supposed to savor, slowly eat. So, chocolate mousse, for example, they would say, eat it with the mindfulness and with the purpose and enjoy those first couple bites, and it'll make you eat less if you take your time and really savor each of the bites that you take. There are、so、actually school programs. This is what was crazy. I was reading about this. There is a school in Maryland where they have an entire mindful eating program for kindergarten through high school. And they have like a yours, teacher. Like the school your kids get to. We're going to enjoy our lobster rolls. You rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the school my kids go to. My son is enjoying a hand packed peanut butter sandwich. How many、today? kids show up at elementary school and they're like, this is, these are the only meals I'm going to get today? Yeah. So、um, I'm struggling through the mindful b i t e Yeah. I know, but it's, it's, it's the idea that these are life skills that they can use later on, that you learn your eating habits young. So students, I guess, find mindful eating to be kind of strange and confusing. And it's like really strange. Like they were talking about one of the exercises where they gave these seventh grade students a piece of chocolate and they're like, pick it up. Hold it in your hand.、Oh, What、God. do you feel? I was、so、like, I would, the kids are all like, I want to just eat it. They're like, no, 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 not yet. And then they're like, put it in your mouth, let it sit on your tongue, feel the texture. What do you notice?、Mm. Like, that I'm starving <laughs> and I want to eat this chocolate. Wow. So, on a level for adults, researchers found that people who were placed in a mindful eating group averaged a weight loss of about five pounds compared to people who didn't do mind, mindful eating only lost half a pound. So, I don't know if you need to take it to the extreme of like zenning out and having like a meditative moment with your food, though some mindful eaters go to that point where they meditate before eating. It's supposed to be just turn off the TV. But on a, I, I was going to say,、slow. on a practical level, there is just the idea of like just focus on your eating. Like, don't. Have you ever don't, seen a cow in a field chewing its cud? Yeah, just I mean, slowly chewing. Animals look like they're in the mindful bite. Yeah. Mm hmm. Just enjoying the food. That、Look、is your. Bite. Usually, the bite, anyway, it's usually like the third or fourth. It's the bite. It's the best part of the meal. Yeah. Even the first、I、bite. Mean, not the first. It's usually like the third or fourth where you really get the flavor. And then any, every bite after that, it's just more of the same. Yeah. Delish. I mean, it's asking a lot to keep getting, oh, 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 even better, even better, even better. I mean, 
it peaks on about the third or fourth bite of a really good meal. Yeah, I, I'm with you. You know, it's still good. It's, it's all good. I but it's more of the it, same. Though. Yeah. Well, they say also that at that point, then that's when you can stop eating because you're like, well, why am I eating this? No, I'm not really not getting a, a kick out Push of it anymore. Plate away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Channel ninety four one. Check this out. More of what you listen for. Get me laughing every morning. Funny. The music. This is my station. I never listen to anything else. This is the big party morning show. Yeah. Uh, people want to help out uh, down. In uh, Harvey, the ravaged area of where the hurricane is, you know, I think everybody feels hopeless or helpless when you're up here. You know, you want to help. Uh, online, you can check out helpsalvationarmy.org or you can call 1-800-SAL-ARMY. Uh, yeah. You can also text STORM to 51555. That's uh, Salvation Army. We've got a friend of ours. Yeah. Uh, people might remember the beloved Jen X lives in Houston. Wow. And she is riding out the storm. Jen. What is going on? How are you? Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, good morning. Um, I am fine. I am I am lucky. I am really, really lucky. We had, uh, we live near one of the bayous, which I'm sure you guys have heard all about the bayous uh, that crisscross Houston. We live about a quarter mile from one, and on Sunday night, I was about a couple feet from it. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? So it flooded up that far. Wow. And Jen, Holy you're in smokes. Humble you're in Humble, Texas, right? Just east of George Bush International Airport. Is that correct? That is yeah, that's correct. So I'm just uh south of the San Jacinto River, which is uh flooding today and then north of, of Greens Bayou, north of the city. But you know, the the thing is it's it's uh, I think one thing that's probably tough for people outside of, of Houston or that haven't, you know, visited or, or lived here to understand is the scale of the city, but also, you know, it's not like it was, oh, well, if you're in this part of, you know, Houston, then, you know, you got the flooding and you got in the rain. And and if you're here, you didn't, the whole city got about 50 inches of rain and it's just pockets of, you know, and islands essentially uh, of, of damage and and extreme damage. And, And we were really, really lucky. Um, in my neighborhood, but, you know, a couple neighborhoods away, they got flooding and, you know, across the city, um, all over in little patches, there's, you know, immense just suffering and devastation. And it's still on the news right now, our local news, you know, rescues. I, since I was waiting for you guys to call, I saw two Coast Guard helicopters fly over my house. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I just saw some footage of a helicopter footage of what it all looks like, just it was just on the news, and I'm like, holy, just it's everything of what you just said. Um, that wow, moment when just, you're on the news, we always wonder, smokes. you know, if there's a disaster. You said that uh, you saw the news reported on the neighborhood next to yours. Um, so how are you like? How are you holding up? Like Jen, you're one of our friends that are like, I've got buddies, a lot of buddies in Texas, and they're all really strong. But I'm wondering when it's like, how are you guys doing? They're all playing strong, saying they're doing okay. But how many how many days have you been held up now? Um, so I got out for the first time yesterday to t- take some, uh, some donations to a shelter that's just up the street from us. Um, but before that I'd been in the house for four days. Oh, wow. Um, you know, but that's, that's nothing. I think the, the bigger question though, I think is just right now you're seeing a lot of resilience and, you know, it's just really, it's incredible to see. You know, there were photos that were shared of, you know, trucks coming down 45 with their boats 
and yeah. you know people coming from San Antonio. The yeah. sheriff put out a call, I think, on Saturday or Sunday for anyone to help with any like any boats, right? Any watercraft that you had that you could safely get in the water. I mean, just think about think about that. Um, you it's know, like the Texas. It's young. like the Texas Dunkirk. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> all available <laughs> so boats. Crazy. Have you had electricity come yeah. on and off, or has it been pretty, has it been? Uh, yeah, we lost it the first thing. I, we have it now, but we lost it the first thing Saturday morning, um, which, you know, I was thinking, great, we're going to be no electricity for, for four days, but it's back on for us. Oh, thank God. Now, ahead of time, when when uh, Hurricane Harvey was coming, Jen, did, what kind of information did they give you guys in, in to prepare well, I mean, so I, I was actually, I was on a work trip in Atlanta and got back um, late Thursday and, you know, you kind of heard everyone worrying about it and went to the store as soon as I got from the airport, went from the airport to the store and already they were sold out of water and, you know, bread and, and, and a lot of uh, liquor. <laughs> but, <laughs> essentials. But I, uh, essentials. I, you know, I think the thing here is people, and, and I'm not, a, as you guys know, I'm not a native Houstonian, but people that, that have lived here. You know, they've hunkered down um, through storms before, um, through yeah. Ike and, and through, you know, Rita. And, and you know, we have, I think there's still something like 100,000 um, folks that moved to Houston after Katrina that are still here. And so it's a city that really, <laughs> you know, knows how to prepare. And I know in the national news, there's a lot of talk about why didn't you evacuate? And, you know, I've, I've heard from people, just horror stories of people that were stuck, you know, on the roads during Rita when, you know, the storm hit. And it's just, the, I think people felt like they knew how to prepare. Yeah. You know, you go to the store and you get your essentials and you go to your house and you, and the reality is you just, I mean, this is literally the, it's the biggest, you know, natural disaster in, in the history of our country. And you can't, you can't prepare for it. And, you know, neighborhoods that have never flood flooded ever have flooded, um, you know, all over the city. And it's, it's just something I don't think anyone could prepare for. Um, and it's going to take us, you know, it took, it took New Orleans years and years to recover from Katrina. And it's, and it's not the same still. And Houston is, I think, the thing that people, it's not a glamorous city. It's not a sexy city. But it is this economic engine of our country. Um, you know, Katrina devastated New Orleans. New Orleans is a great city. It is not Houston. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah, Gen real fast. We got Gen X uh, in front of us uh, on a show from calling from Houston, actually the area out there. And so she's writing it out. She lives there. I, I would have done the same thing, Jen. I, I we even talked about. It. I, I would have wrote it out. I, I think. Well, they told you people know? to stay put. You so know? right now the the death toll sits at thirty. We know it's going to go up, but one hundred and thirty oh, one hundred and thirty people died during the evacuation of Rita. Okay. One hundred thirty people died. That's oh, the most wow. that have died from a hurricane in the state's history. Holy That's smokes. when they told them to evacuate people died of heat stroke stuck in cars oh, so boy. the play this time was stay put so i know people are giving now people are monday morning quarterbacking it and saying why didn't they tell them to leave they're saying you can't get a city of 2.3 million people you can't evacuate a city that big no no I, yeah. you, you, you just can't um it is wow. pretty amazing to see oh, those wow. armies of boats jens the army and you've been saying that basically oh, so if we yeah. were all living in houston all over social media it's people basically personally asking for a rescue or giving directions on how yeah. you're rescuing each other. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's people saying I've got a friend in the back of, you know, this neighborhood and, 
you know, she's been on the phone with Coast Guard for half a day and they're not coming. Can you, can you go help? And yesterday I, you know, got our, all of our rain gear together and, and gave it to a neighbor that went out on their boat um, to the neighborhood, kind of just up the road from ours that was flooding. And, and they were out shuttling people from their homes to, to higher ground. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, and that's the thing. You know, Houston right now is cut off. Our airports are shut down and will be until probably this weekend. Um, Jeremy is, uh, I took him to, to Hobby Airport on Saturday morning as the outer bands of, of Harvey were coming ashore, and he's gone. He won't be back in, until Sunday. Um, the roadways are, you know, cut off through from, from Dallas. we got people from San Antonio that are coming in. Louisiana, obviously, on our east, dealing with their own stuff. So we're cut off. And it's, you know, right now it's Houstonians are just coming together and, and helping each other and rescuing each other. But, you know, at what point do you run out of, uh, I guess, the energy to keep so, doing it? Yeah, Silly question, yeah. and I know this is like, but it's just always been a curious. How are you passing the time? You say you're, I mean, you say Jeremy's gone. So it's like, honestly, you said you were with and without electricity. How do you pass the time? It's been days, days. <laughs> You know, it's funny. It's amazing how much uh, how much time worrying will take up because <laughs> yeah. I've had power, so I've I've had the TV on, and it's like, well, you know, man, I could have cleaned my whole house five times over, um, but you just you don't. You just sit there and you you eat. The, the, the other thing that's really funny, you know, you hear about um, fight or flight. I think I've got a third response, which is feed, because yeah. I, I just I ate through all of my hurricane supplies. I think on day two. So I would not survive the apocalypse, I don't think. You know, because that's that's what we do. That's what we do in Omaha. Remember when we get a a winter storm, we all buy bread and milk, but we also buy food and people watch movies and drink beer. And so Mm -hmm. I've got good buddies in Galveston that are riding out the storm. And Uh, once they survive the initial thing, they're sitting around and eating and drinking. Eating and drinking. And I'm watching their social media feed thinking, well... What happens if like the the roof collapses? Now you're all drunk. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I saw a photo that went viral, and it was somebody you know just kind of being a jerk, but they're like, ah, oh, this is what happens in America, huh? And they had a photo of a line of people standing in line at a convenience store, and they all had beer. Cases of beer yeah. that was all circled. And I was like, well, yeah. I'd, we would I'd, do it too. I would do the exact same thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if your mind's going a mile a minute wondering what's going to happen, you need to probably a little bit self-medicate. And I think yeah. that's an acceptable response when you have, you know, historic flooding that uh, we've never seen in a lifetime, let alone. Well, Jen, yeah. what are we going to do to help you? What do you need? Yeah, what, what can do we need? do? Well, and that's, you know, that's what I was really going to ask you guys and what I've been asking, you know, all my, my friends kind of scattered across the country is, you know, what, we need help. Houston needs help. And it's not, you know, going to be something that we need it for a little while and then things are, are better. We're going to need help for a long, long time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, there are shelters, I don't know, NRG Stadium, Toyota Center, our, our convention center, it's filled up with tens of thousands of people right now who don't have a home. Um, there's the, obviously the Red Cross, um, the greater, uh, Houston, uh, community foundation is, uh, the local charity that I would encourage people to give to, but I would put it right back on you, you know, <laughs> Jeff, what, yeah. what are you guys going to do? I know, I know. You got a, you got a big voice. You got a microphone. I know. You guys do a diaper drive every year to help mm-hmm. some great charities there in, in Houston, um, or in, in Omaha. <laughs> Houston needs help. Yeah. And Omaha has a big heart. Omaha's got some some big pockets. 
um, you know, I would I would love it if the city that I, that I love and is still home to me in in many ways would would help us here. We just oh, saw we, plan we, on it. we saw sure. they are Joel Austin on the uh, <laughs> national news, and he had a stack of diapers behind him. Yeah. I know people were giving him grief, mm-hmm. but he's <laughs> opened up his mega church, um, you know, to people. So it sounds like everybody's kind of uh, answering the call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank God Joel Osteen is on it. We should be fine. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. You're, you're you got it covered. Now, how? Uh, so, it, uh, realistically, how much longer will you be on how, basically imposed hurricane house arrest? <laughs> you know, I'm going to try to get out uh, later today. I, I work for a big oil and gas company, so everything is is kind of. Uh, you know, there's some work I probably need to do uh, for for uh, for my actual day job today. Now that I can get online, but I'm going to go out to some of the shelters and, and see, you know, what I can do and, and how I can help, and maybe see if I can find some more wine while I'm oh, at exactly. it. Exactly. Like yeah. How far are you from Standing Water? I mean, I know that you have a bayou behind you, but where what where is the unusually? You know, water's not supposed to be there. How far is that from you? Right in mm. front yard, backyard. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm in my backyard, and I can see the bayou um but it's not it's not threatening it's not rising okay so. that's good Okay. Yeah, well, all right. Jen, thanks for jumping on. You know, we'll keep in touch. Um, of course, we're not going to turn a blind eye to this, uh, obviously. Um, but stay safe. I hope you find that bottle of wine. I, w- I would definitely be looking right. for vodka. <laughs> keep <laughs> flexing that feed yeah. muscle. Yeah. Fight, yes. flight, or feed. All right. uh, okay. All right. all right, Jen, we'll uh, we'll check in with you again. But, okay. Uh, keep the faith. Stip, stiff right. upper lip. Thanks, guys. All right. That's Gen X. There you Bye. go. Uh, down in Houston, Texas. I mean, she's looking outside, and Coast Guard helicopters are flying over her house. Can you uh, imagine? Plucking people out from uh, oh. neighborhoods down the way. So, oh wow! And that is north. Uh, she's George uh, George Bush International Airport. I mean, that's wow! It's right. such a huge city. Ninety-four-one.com. This, this is the Big Party Morning Show. Oh, well, like, check out our podcast. We've had a friend on from Houston. Uh, it'll be on podcast at channel94.com uh, early, before noon today. So Gen make sure you jump on that. It's Gen X. And, you know, she kind of gave us an update, a real update on uh, what's going on down in Houston doing all this mess. I mean, the last time I saw her down in Texas, I'm thinking that we met at a bar and she met my buddies, Yaman and all, everybody down there. And everyone at that table now has had, has been affected by this. Yeah. All of them are that nuts? underwater. Except wow. us lucky Nebraskans who got to fly yeah. back home. Mm-hmm. All right, Celebrity News Molly, what's up with Taylor Swift? She was took Let's a get six to what's months- important. <laughs> she, I took a, I hear you. she took a six month hiatus um, before coming back and breaking all sorts of records with her new hit single, Look What You Made Me Do, breaking all sorts of YouTube records for how many views her video has had. So now that Taylor Swift is back and her smash single, single is everywhere, everybody's weighing, well, why was she gone for months? I guess according to People Magazine, Taylor Swift needed time away from the spotlight to deal with her crazy life, um, oh, to make over her persona and to work on her upcoming album, Reputation. So here's the question. If she's making over the persona, if the line is true in the opening song where she says, I'm sorry, Taylor Swift can't come to the phone. Why? Because she's dead. Mm-hmm. Well, so what happens? What are we going to see on the second single? What else is coming out in this album? Is it sort of a relaunch? Could is be. she trying to come off of the pop the bubble star? Band. Is this going to be a more earnest, honest album? Yeah, yeah. rebrand, um, more grown up, more uh, you know, more mature. I don't I mean, know. I think she's pretty grown up and mature. 
I just mean, where would you go from that last? Um, if you're t- Taylor Swift, where do you pivot from super pop star? Naughty. No. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying more of an artful yeah. album. Yeah. Remember, she didn't want to do country anymore. She said mm-hmm. she was no longer yep. a country artist. From here on out, she was going to just do pop music. So yeah. um, that's what her focus has been. Um, I guess according to sources, Taylor Swift felt like her personal life was spinning out of control. Um, and it was draining her. And she needed to kind of disappear and reinvent herself. And it was time to change things up and take another approach. So I guess she felt like the givey, you know, the, the over earnest Taylor Swift was causing, you know, costing her too much mental energy. I don't know. Maybe this is like the new, like, okay, I'm not going to always be available. I'm going to maybe be a little bit more for me. So Taylor's really excited about the new album. It's coming out November 10th called reputation and i'm sure she's gonna be following it up with the big tour so all of her fans will get much much more coming up uh the kardashians donated half a million dollars to the harvey relief effort we were just talking uh with uh, gen x she's down in houston and she's saying houston needs help so it's not just the celebrities that we're going to call upon but all of us listeners to also Step up and donate. Salvation Army, uh, American Red Cross. You can donate to the um, Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund. Lots of ways to do it. We put a bunch of links on our Facebook page. So step up and join the likes of, you know, Kevin Hart, the Kardashians, The Rock. Sandra Bullock gave a million dollars. I mean, God bless. If you can give a million dollars, good for you. But maybe just a couple bucks. Uh, Some some local listeners will follow up on them. Sarah Shaw and her marketing class at Westside are heading up a, a collection with Kirsch Transportation Services and Fusion Medical Staffing, and they're basically going to start loading up some trucks. So we'll get details when they have them hammered down. They're going to do some collection times and literally will fill up some trucks and uh, head down to Texas. So that good good on them. Those are some West Side marketing you students bet. that are getting after it. Broadcasting from the Eat Fit Go studio. You're listening to the Big Party Show. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 941.